Discretion is advised. Good evening. I'm Andy Rooney. You ever notice those little bits of toilet paper that get stuck around your asshole? You know, dingleberry. Can I say something? Because <laughs> yes. your brother was just on. What, what I appreciate, what I appreciate about your brother, and I don't know if they're still married or not. It's but what I appreciate about your brother and his wife or ex-wife or whatever they call themselves is it's very similar to my parents. Like it's it's just like what my, your mom said. She said. If they're not living together, but my parents, they're not together. And I was like, I mean, they're together. I kept telling her they're together. I was like, no, my parents are together. I was like, no. I was like, because like to me, the fact that they're living across the street, like remember how excited I was when they moved across the street? I was like, my parents got back together. And like everyone's like, oh, they're moving in. And I was like, no, they're moving across the street from each other. They only see each other like once a week. But that to me is like getting back together. You know, and like even then before that, they were still together. Like my mother was like, I would never sleep around on your father and i was like mom you live in like separate towns you put him in an old person's home like you could definitely go and sleep with someone and she was like you know i was trying to get her to go on a date and she was like i was like or go on a date and not sleep with someone and she was like i'm not i'm not going on a date and embarrassing your father but like i mean and yes it's a different generation so they might go on dates but like i feel like it's a very similar situation between your brother and his they they respect each other so much so you're listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, a.k.a. Faceboy, not actually Andy Rooney. Lucille Tiamora is here, and so is I'm like so my fucking Calvin. husband, who I'm going to fucking get divorced from. I'm going to vo- divorce that man. Okay? We got a lot going on tonight. I got goals. I got goals to divorce my husband. It's difficult, because I can't decide if I want alimony or not. Probably shouldn't say that on the air. No, no, I'll say it on the air. I can't decide if I want to, if I want your money or not, Crispin. Can't decide if I want no strings attached or strings attached. We we put a lot of disclaimers on this show, so say whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Okay. I can't decide if I want to sue you for money or not, Crispin. You <laughs> <laughs> probably just listen. I can't decide if I want to sue you for money or not. I am coming for you though. <laughs> no, not I'm not coming physically for you. <laughs> if the cops are listening, I'm coming for you in court. Coming for you with a lawyer. I will not speak in court this time. That's what they told me. They said, "Don't speak. You let your lawyer speak." That's a good idea. Yeah, that's what the lawyer. That's what the judge told me last time. He was about ready to put me in adult protective services. <laughs> but less, I still, less is more. I still won the case, and my lawyer did not need to speak because I won the case. So that shows I'm going to be a good lawyer. You would be an excellent attorney. But he also said, "Like, why the, you hired a lawyer? Why are you not letting your lawyer speak?" I cannot win an argument. <laughs> I cannot win an argument with you, even when I'm right. My father, he would get very upset because he wins the arguments with everyone, or he did, you know, when he saw speech, and he like wins the arguments with everyone, and he would just like, and I would still win with him as like a small child, and he would, you know, end it like so heated, like b- breathless, and he would just be like, oh, "Just be a lawyer, then, Kristen." And so then I didn't want to be a lawyer because I didn't want to, you know, do something for him. But now me and my father have reconciled and I can be a lawyer if I would like. But if you are in court, (laughs) if you are in court, you should have an attorney and you should let that attorney speak for you. Even if you are an attorney, you should still have an attorney. That's right. Yeah, because it's not good to self-represent unless you're in small claims court, which I also might be in soon. Why? Do you want to talk about that? I mean, I I explained... I explained that, that to this person as well. I'm not going to share their name because I would not want to embarrass them. But I explained that if we don't come to a settlement with this person, 
you know, I'm going to, I only explained one item yet so far, but I've explained it in the past and now I'm explaining now on the air, if they are listening, that I'm very serious that like, uh, those were not threats. I need to come. I'm not asking for everything that you threw away, but in terms of my dire needs to get started again, you have a lot more resources than me. If I, you know, we, I will see you in small claims court if we can't come to a settlement. Uh, so you, uh, you have been getting into this guy, Brad Palumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I would love to be friends with him, but I think like, uh, I think he doesn't want to be my friend if we met. It, I, I don't think it would be like a situation like that one influencer who, who you know, took over my computer and told, called me a troll, said they had seen our radio show, who said that we, we pronounced her name wrong and said she hated us and that she hates schizophrenics. I don't think it's going to be like that. I'm not going to share her name because it's not important. I'm not going to give somebody airtime like that anymore, any more airtime than we already have. But, um, you know, I don't think it would be like that. I don't think Brad would hate me, but I don't think Brad would like, I think it would be similar to, he reminds me so much of my psychiatrist who he's like, just like my psychiatrist who like loved me, was very involved, but you know, at the end of the day, wanted to get the fuck away from me after a few years. How do you feel about people hating you? Because I have people that Brad, hate me. Too. I don't think Brad would hate me. I don't think Brad would hate me. I think I Brad think would. So be, I think we would be I mean, like uh, agree on everything. But I don't know if Brad would like to be in the same room as me all the time. As people, Brad doesn't seem. As, Brad doesn't seem like he uh, wants to be in the same room with many people. Yeah, I think he would just like. I think he would find my energy to be a lot. You know, and he also like does find that people with DID, and it's kind of true. He finds it, but that doesn't mean he wouldn't like me. He's actually very sympathetic to it, but he finds people with DID to be very, very sick. I mean, I am very, very sick. So that was true. I wasn't offended at all. Um, he was actually very sympathetic and very like, you know, he was just like, but he was just saying no doctor in their right mind would ever give them hormones or gender reaffirming care. And I just, or, and I was like, or, and no insurance would. And I was like, ding, 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 wrong. I said, I'm the worst example of this because I'm like, she's transitioning, but I was offered gender affirming care, like all of it. I was, my health insurance was begging me to get top surgery because they were like, we are so done with paying for eating disorder surgery treatment. Can you please go get top surgery? Like they were asking me to get top surgery. That's like really rare. Like usually you ask for top surgery. They were telling me to get, they, like usually you either pay for it or you ask for it and then you fight for it to get it um, paid for. I was like, my insurance like is so expensive to pay for eating disorder care is much cheaper to pay for one top surgery. It was pissing me off. And I'm glad this yeah. never happened. Yeah, they were, they should not push that on me. The, the insurance should not push that on me. And that was really like, they, that's really like showing that I was a dollar bill to them, to the insurance. You know, I was a dollar bill. They were like, they were like, it would be cheaper to pay for the surgery. So we don't like, and the, and the end of the day, I actually think it, do, it would not have cured my eating disorder. And I think it would have made things worse because I actually think like the more I transitioned, like everybody's transition is different, but because I don't pass, I did not have the same gender euphoria that other people have. Some people pass immediately because they are born on the spectrum where they already look more like a man than a woman. So, of course, it's going to be really easy to transition. But I like hyper look like a girl. This doesn't make me not inside a man, but I hyper look like a girl. And I learned after years of testosterone that I'm never going to look like a man. So I'm never going to work in a male psych ward. I'm never going to work in a male bathroom. The cops are always going to notice that that's a trans, a, a like not a real man, but a trans man. Like, I, so I'm always going to get police brutality. 
Most trans men just pass as men. So they don't get police brutality. You know, most trans women also pass as women. Like, that, the problem with trans women is they pass as women until they get into the bedroom and then they, it is a little unconsensual to not tell somebody that you're trans up until they see your dick. You, you, it's, you're, people are allowed to not be attracted to your genitalia. Brad Plumber brings this up. It is, you can't force someone to be attracted to a trans person. So I saw this video where this girl was like, if you're not attracted to trans people, then you are transphobic. No, bitch. No, bitch. And she said, and if you don't like my genitalia, then you have trauma. No, bitch. They're, that's like similar to what the Christians right, are, like, and are saying. Like saying like, that's very similar like, to what like, the cis people are saying. Um, just like there are trans people, there are also gay people. There are lesbians. There are gay men. There are people who only like dick. There are people who only like vagina. You are allowed to have that. It's not really a choice. It's not a choice. So it's actually incredibly gay phobic and homophobic to to think that everyone needs to be attracted to you, bitch. And this bitch was like on TikTok. She was like, she was like, if you aren't attracted to trans people, then you're transphobic. And I was just like, are you are you fucking serious? Like, you are you really like out there thinking like everyone needs to be attracted to you? Like, I'm sure there's tons of people attracted to you. And if she didn't sing, I would have been attracted to her. But like. Once you started singing, I wasn't charged her anymore. <laughs> also, when she said that comment, because I also don't like hateful speech. So when you say like when you say hateful speech about gay people, I don't like you because just like like trans people shouldn't be discriminated against, gay people and lesbians shouldn't be either. She's like, I'm coming at you, lesbians. The only thing I don't like about lesbians is when they say the gold star thing. Bitch, you don't get a gold star for not taking a dick. Okay, there's no gold star. There's no fucking gold star. So what that it took a dick. But like, if I understand it's part of your, if you're just saying it nicely, like, because it's a part of the vernacular, fine. But if you like really are proud of your gold star, you're like, you're like I'm a gold star lesbian. I'm a gold star lesbian. I never took a dick. I was kicked out of my lesbian peer group and I was the leader of it for taking a dick. I took a fucking queer dick. I took a dick where, I took a dick, the person was coming, I only took a dick because the person was coming out as being a girl. Like, like, it was just, just was like, it was my fucking all girl orgy. Just was like, just like, you have to let me come. You have to let me come. I'm a girl too. And I was like, shit, shit, shit. It's my all girl. It's my all girl party. It's my all girl party. They, like, I've never gotten this. I'm never going to get it again. I had six girls give it to me as a present. They, they were like, they were like, we know nobody, like these straight girls. They were like, we know nobody ever gives you the all girl orgy. And like, this is your gift. And these, like, these three girls are never going to give this to me again. And he's like, I need to come. I'm, I'm one of the girls. And then, like, he ruined it for me so much that, like, I really couldn't even be involved. Like, I was just kind of like, fine. So just, like, let him have it. But I like, involved myself a little bit. You yeah, ever noticed. But then I kind of went, <laughs> then I kind of went out on the balcony. The, the, also, like, the black girl, it was me and the black girl who were, like, probably, me, it was me and the black girl who were, like, didn't want to deal with Jess. Hold on, what's that? I'm probably the only person in this entire neighborhood besides you who knows who Andy Rooney is. <laughs> yeah, I, I know think... who Andy Rooney is. Yeah, no, I think I think people remember him. <laughs> but we aren't the normal people, so you can't really say like like oh, today. I said to Dallas, "Oh, we're coming. We're gonna come over. We're normal people." And then I said, "Not nah. like immediately like change that." I was like, "Immediately." The minute I said, it, I was like, "That's not true. We're not normal people." Well, Calvin might pass as one. 
Yeah, that's that's my that's my whole thing. I I pass as normal. <laughs> Calvin passes as normal. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would love Calvin. You know, there are times I think I can pass as normal. Like when- you do, like when you come to Massachusetts. Like my 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 sister fucking loves you. You know, like. But still, I don't think I pass as normal. I think I can, you did. I can be likable. No, like in Massachusetts, like you pass as normal. Like, really. I think you did it with my family. And like, it's very hard to pass as normal with my family, but like, they're also a little distorted where like, they, it's new. Like they lived in New York a long time, my sister and brother-in-law. So like you're New York normal. Like when I got called for, <laughs> when I got called for jury but duty. But you're normal, normal. Like you could pass, like I could bring you to like, like to my, like my in-laws when I was with my wife, I could bring you like my in-laws in Minnesota and they would like you. I think the only reason I pass as normal is because I'm introverted and like, no, I like, like you're, when you, even when you're extroverted, you can pass normal. Even but, when you're DJing and you're like fully in your groove, like you, yeah, I, you're 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 still like pushing the boundaries, but like it seems like you're doing so in a nice way. Maybe you're not, but they don't know that. But when, when, when I when I got the, when I got called for jury duty, I really tried to be normal because I actually wanted you, to serve you, on a jury. And they and I fucked, fucked they, it up. They fu- I fucked it. They didn't up even let me. They, you know, they didn't even let me come. They didn't even call me to talk to me. But they kept me there all day to observe me. Who jury duty? Oh. They kept me all there to, uh, to observe me. They could have just let me go if they weren't. They knew they weren't going to use me. But they kept me there all day. But then at the end of day one, they were like, "You don't have to come back." You know, they were like, "You don't have to come back ever again." And then they've never called me again. <laughs> and like it's it's time for me to be called again at this point you know because i was called way back in like 2009 so it would be time for me, for me to be would you again. want to serve only if i'm unemployed at that time but no i don't want to empl- like i was really pissed at that time because i had an under the table job i was like these people only did this to me because i'm i have an under the table job and they know that and they, they know I'm not paying taxes. Oh, shit, I shouldn't say that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it was just one of my jobs. I was paying taxes on all of my other three jobs, and that is, that is the truth. This is all parody, folks. No, I mean, this I did. I already kind of explained it to the government this week because I went to New, and I said, like, I said, like, I was like, well, it was $20 an hour cash. And I was like, shit, I'm in the fucking government right now. I'm, I'm in a government program, and I fucking, like, they're, like, trying to set me up in, like, a training program. And I was like, oh, shit, shit. I kept saying, and then, like, she she kind of kept looking at me like I wasn't telling the truth when I said I was white. So I finally said, I was like, well, I'm Sicilian. And I was like, I probably shouldn't have said that. There were things they just kept trying to say, but she probably also shouldn't have said, do you need extra time? <laughs> she looked at me, like, at the end of the interview, and she was like, do you need extra time? Do you have ADHD? Do you need like do you need to get up and move around? I was like, yeah, yeah. So it's bad when you like look like you have a learning disability. But Steve recently just said to me, he said, "You this this bitch online. This was the funniest. This was the funniest TikTok I've seen this year. This bitch was like, I have time. I have a time disability. <laughs> I like time time. I forget what the next word was. Like time. She said like." time oh fuck i wish i remember the next word but like she like she's saying displacement no it was like let me let me fucking look it up like, you guys talk while i look it up there's a song i wanted to play actually. okay let me look it up uh and this is one of the things that i was going to play last week for my surfing reality show 
is Rob Paravonian's Pashabel rant. And what I. Sorry, I'm ranting. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to play it and uh, maybe I'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with this little story. It's about this piece of music. It's a very popular piece of music. I'm sure you all know it, but I'll sing the melody right now. Just. Yeah, Pachelbel's Canon in D. It's a big hit in the classical world, and I know this because I'm a geek. I know what you're thinking. It's like, Rob, you can't be a geek. You play guitar. You're so cool. Okay, you weren't thinking that, but I was. Um, well, I haven't always been this cool because I haven't always played guitar. I started out on the cello. Yeah, cello is a wonderful, beautiful instrument. It's a cool to be an adult that plays a cello. Being a kid that played the cello sucked. Because there's no way to be cool when your instrument is larger than you. When you walk to school with a cello, you're like a wounded gazelle on the Serengeti, man. The bullies just smell you coming from a mile away. Ooh, I don't know what that thing is, but I know I'm gonna break it. <laughs> but I put up with all of the abuse because I love the music that we played. I love everything we played in orchestra, except this. I hate Pachelbel's Canon in D with a passion. I hate it so much because the cello part is the worst cello part ever written in the history of cello parts. It's eight quarter notes that we repeated over and over again. They are as follows. D, A, B, F sharp, G, D, G, A. And that's all we got to play. We repeated those eight notes 54 times. I counted because I had nothing else to do. I would sit back and listen to the violins get lovely melodies, the violas would get lovely melodies, the second violins would get lovely melodies, which should just not happen. And the cello, we got stuck with eight crappy, lousy, stinking notes. And I began to wonder why. Why would Pachelbel do that to us? Such a beautiful instrument. And my theory was he once dated a cellist. And she dissed him really bad. And so for the rest of his life, he came up with the worst cello parts he could ever think of. But it wouldn't be so bad if I didn't hear him every day. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Rob, don't listen to classical radio anymore. I, it doesn't matter. Pachelbel's following me. It sounds paranoid, but he's following you too. You hear him every day. I don't know, I went to my step-nephew-in-law's eighth grade graduation, and their graduation song was a song by Vitamin C. No. As we go on, we'll remember. So on the drive home, I turned on some classic rock, some Aerosmith. There was a time when I was so brokenhearted. So I got home, I thought I'd clear my mind with some folk music. No. Listen, children, to my story. It was written long ago. They do Pachelbel, just like everybody does Pachelbel, just to torment me. I don't even go to Taco Bell anymore because it sounds too close. I hate Pachelbel with a passion. I don't even know his first name. It's probably Johan. They're all named Johan. When you think about it, he's the original one-hit wonder. He had one hit 300 years ago. It's my cross to bear my entire life. Where are they now? That's what I want to know. Where are you now, Pachelbel? VH1's I Love the 1790s. Where is it? And if he would just stay away from music that I loved, it would be better, but he won't. He is shameless. He will follow me to the ends of the earth. I went to Horde Festival thinking, no, he couldn't possibly follow me to the Horde Festival. But you know who was at the Horde Festival? Blues Traveler. So that means that Pachelbel was also at the Horde Festival. So, suck it in, suck it in, suck it in. We're in Berlin or in Tintin. Make a desperate move and then you're in. 
So I figure I'm gonna listen to punk rock for the rest of my life. No dice. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? You know I'm getting really bored. Cause all songs have the same damn chords. Punk music is a joke. It's really just baroque. Am I just paranoid? I wanna push you around, well I will, I will I wanna push you down, well I will, I wow It's been good living with you And my machine head is better than the rest My machine head is better than the See the stone set in her eye See the thorn twist in her I'm all out of faith, this is how I feel I'm cold and I'm chained, lying naked on the floor He was a boy, she was a girl Could it be any more obvious we're not gonna take it No, we're gonna take it on your market, say and go now. Got a dream and we just know now. No woman, no cry. When I find myself in times of trouble, Parker Bell's always following me. I'll see you in hell, Parker Bell. Oh, Parker Bell, Parker Bell. I'll see your ass in hell. I'll see you in hell, Parker Bell. Thank you so much, Penn State. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thanks. <laughs> That's Rob Paravonian, Pachelbel's rant. He used to be a uh, regular at my open mic. Great guy, very funny, very talented. What I didn't know was this has 16 million views. So I guess uh, Rob is doing pretty well these days, and I'm happy for him. Okay, so back to um, the, what this bitch calls it is time blindness with ADHD. So if you truly have severe, severe, severe ADHD like I do, um, like I was told that I have the most severe case that this learning psychiatrist had ever seen not caught in childhood. She she was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? When she caught it, she was like, how the fuck did no one? She was like, I've never seen anything like this. Um, So like with somebody like me, you can literally see it in my body. You can see it everywhere. Like, um, and especially now that I'm not medicated because they don't want me to have a goddamn stroke with my father. Like, apparently Adderall gives you strokes. Does it? It does, womp, 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 <laughs> and I'm at risk because my dad had a stroke at 57, so I actually have to listen to that shit. Like, other people are just like, whatever, who cares? And I'm like, oh, there goes my life. So I'm like actively, like not on ADHD meds right at the second. I mean, a little bit of coke, but shit, I shouldn't have myself. Parody. <laughs> parody, parody. I'm not really, not really on coke. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know if I was or wasn't. Anyway. <laughs> Actually, the cops have been nicer to me when I've been on drugs because they like it when I'm on drugs because they say there's an excuse for it. They don't like it when I'm sober because they're like, what is the excuse for this behavior? They're like, please tell me you're on drug. And I'm like, nothing. And they're like, please tell me something. And I'm like, I took marijuana three days ago. They're like, that doesn't count. Um, but anyway, so she has time blindness. She she shows no physical signs of it in front of me. I'm not saying she doesn't, but um, like I'm just saying she doesn't have any issue. I'm just saying like what Steve said to me is he said, you're the most um, mentally ill, neurodivergent, and autistic. <laughs> he added in the autistic. Just to edge it in there. I mean, given that diagnosis yet, but I probably am. I did take the test online, and it said I was definitely, definitely, definitely autistic. But it's just an online test. But it is the same test that the psychiatrist gave. But anyway, that's um, <laughs> bad. So he said, I've always been on time. So, you know, I think that, you know, fuck this bitch. But, like, <laughs> It's so funny to watch her cry. <laughs> Can we play it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to? Do... How do you play this? Oh, I... 
We can just hold it up to the mic. Okay, okay. Hey. I'll, we'll start it over. She would be pretty if she wasn't so fucking annoying. <laughs> she doesn't really, she tries to do her makeup well, but she didn't do it well. So she also has makeup blindness. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, it, it's, her makeup's not that bad. Her makeup's not that bad. I'm being mean. I'm being mean. I, I was a stripper. I have, I have high I have high standards for, for makeup. High standards. Hope I do my makeup well tomorrow. So there's been a lot of lies and rumors circulating about me for a while now. So I decided, let me go ahead and get the story behind my timeline this video. I was applying for a trade school, and I was with my mom, and we were on a phone call. And apparently, you were out of the program if you were late four times. So I need to know, are there accommodations for ADHD time? Four times? It's a lot. I need to know that, because if no, then that would need to be a factor in my decision whether or not to go. Now, let's be real. When I posted the video, I figured everybody would know I was referring to ADHD time blindness. I really was not in tune to how little neurotypicals know about neurodiversity and the ableism. Bitch, everyone has ADHD. My mom last shout at me. Now, she's a great mom, and I love her, but everybody makes mistakes. And I just wanted to vent about it online because I'm tired of this neurotypical society who does not see your struggles. So I'm fine to go somewhere, and I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time? No. And then the person I was with interrupted and acted like I was asking something else, and then when we were done, they actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist, and if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job. Yup, bitch! Wait, I'm just gonna pause her. I would like to give a list of my diagnoses. And I haven't even been given ADHD yet, but many, every ADHD, every, I mean, autistic yet, but every person who is autistic told me I'm autistic. So, these are, this is a list of my current diagnoses. Confirmed. Already confirmed. Schizoaffective. Oh, the first one is DID. That's the first you one. You know, on it's list. just an hour show, right? Okay. <laughs> Stop, Stop it. Fuck like you. I hate you. I hate you. I just really hate you. I have, di- I have dissociative identity disorder, formerly known as multiple personality disorder. That's the first one on the list. The next one on the list is PTS, um, complex PTSD, the, the more f- severe form of PTSD, the kind that you can't cure. And that most people are just cuddling in the corner, huddling in the corner from. The next one from complex PTSD is um, uh, schizoaffective disorder, bipolar type. They used to, oh, is, my mic's not working, is it? Is it? It's working. Okay. They used to say I was bipolar type one. Right now, Cal Lord can't decide if I'm bipolar one or bipolar two because I'm currently acting a little better, a little better. But my other program is saying they're going to kick me out, so I think it's bipolar type one. And also, based on my previous experiences, definitely bipolar type one, the worst kind. Okay, so the worst kind of that. Um, so schizophrenic and bipolar type one, terrible. Next on, um, ADHD, one of the worst cases they've never caught. Next on, um, what is? Oh, I have so many. Do they 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 give me the NOSs. Oh, I, I have learning disability, not, not otherwise specified, but um, I think they currently, um, they recently gave me a, um, they recently gave me, they recently did give me a real diagnosis, and it is now a real diagnosis to have a processing speed disorder. It is very rare, processing speed disorders, so like they didn't give it a name, but now they're... There's, I guess, enough kids who have it that they did give it a name, which isn't good for society. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Processing um, what disorder? Processing speed disorder. So it means you have like a much higher IQ than your than your processing speed. Like, so I have a high IQ and an average processing speed, which means 
I'm processing things like the way people who have an average IQ are, but I'm thinking the way people thinking the way people who have a really high QR. So you have to understand like the way in which my mind is working where that's why when you ask me a question, it might take me 10 minutes to answer you, you know? And that's what I did love about Rachel. is like, Rachel was really sympathetic and understanding that in a way that no one ever has been. Yeah. Is it Steve? Hello. Steve, is that you? We were just talking about how you said that I was the most mentally ill, um, autistic and, ADHD person you ever know, and I'm still on time. We play, we play that bitch. We play that bitch. Yeah, generally, generally. <laughs> I'm always on time. When you used to, when you used to dance at the clubs that I am I on I, time here, Francis? Always, always, always on time. Always on time. I'm, I'm always on time. I'm always on time. Yeah, yeah. You never had a problem with that. <laughs> no, I don't have problems with like anything. <laughs> this is getting. That was a lie. That was a lie. That was a lie. That was a big lie. Let's not take things that far. It was a lie. I was just going. I was just going through my list of diagnoses. So I'm. I'm like about six down. Um, I have more, but um, what else do I have? I have um depression. I have major depressive disorder, which means you're like major depressive disorder. And so that's not just regular depression. Major depressive disorder. So most people kill themselves with that, but I'm not going to because I'm strong. I did try to you kill are, myself once, but how, not, that was, I was 18, okay? And they gave you me... Are, the, you you are have to strong. outlive all of your enemies, too. What? You like have to outlive all of your enemies. I do have to outlive all my enemies. I, I'm going to outlive Ben. No, I'm gonna, I'm, I might haunt Ben, but I'm already haunting Ben. When does the New York Times article come out? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text her. I'm going to text her and find out. Okay. Um, I think she's going to text me, but I'm going to text her and find out. Um, she, it's definitely coming out. She worked very hard on this. She got like 12. She was calling me mad times. Like, you know, um, this woman works really hard on this article about, um, Ben. She works very hard. Um, well, yeah. If you're going to name someone in a, in a New York times article, uh, as a, as a criminal who hasn't been convicted, hasn't been convicted. Anything, yeah. you got to cross all you your T's cross and all your, all your I's. Got. So it might take yeah. a while. But the reality is, like, we we might have gone too too long to actually convict him, so we just have to make sure he never has a job again. Yeah, they're letting him work. I found out they're letting him do burlesque down there. She'll probably, they're letting him do burlesque in whatever bumfuck state he's in. She'll probably... Did you remember that? Remember that? One of our friends told us that, remember? He was in a show with Ben, remember? Steve? What's that? One of our friends told us he was in a show with Ben. Um, I don't recall. How long ago Rush, was it? Rush. Oh, well. Well, he's not really our friend, but. Rush Rush got into his own. Oh, yeah, you told me. Rush also we don't like anymore because Rush, didn't he fuck little girls or something? Uh, well, I don't want to say what somebody did or didn't do without having any. Was he accused? I'm sorry. Was he accused of that? I, I was, that was wrong of me to say. Because I also was, don't want to, I don't want to spread something. But he was yeah, accused of that publicly. I, I can't comment on what I did not personally observe or that's what experience or, you know. No, I also, I, innocent until proven guilty, but Ben had 90 women fucking come out about him. He, that's proven guilty. How, how many and more women do you need? I, 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 I can say that there were, there were women besides you. Who there were 90 I women had, who came out online about Ben. Well, well, hold on. Let me say what I'm trying to say. Good luck I, with that. I don't. I don't know all of those. I don't know all of those ninety people. No, I don't know all those ninety people. But 
what I'm trying to say is number like once you get a 90 number, I feel yeah, maybe a court of law couldn't use that, that but I that, feel that that's, that's enough for society to say that is enough to convict somebody in society. That is enough. Well, well, well what I was gonna say, the, the ninety women don't lie. What, what I was gonna say, and Steve, this is when this Lucille is, is like this, do you really think you're gonna get any words in? I have words that I'm not trying to argue. By the way, um, all I can say is that uh, Ben was a friend of mine at the time and um and was even a friend before, of mine once at once yes yes and time. even be- but but before you had told me about your experiences with him um there were a few other women that I had gone on you know dates with that had also been involved with him and they said things to me about questionable you behavior you could have warned me I didn't know you had anything going on with him. At that yeah, time. I was very secretive about it because yes, he was like, were, I was very you secretive. You were very secretive about your personal relationships back then. All I my personal no relationships. I, I, I just thought you were working in his shows. I didn't know there was a... Uh, no, I actually didn't really work in his shows. I, um, like, I, a few, like, I, with Didi, she would have spanked me on, she would whip me on stage. Uh. You know, but I wasn't really performing in them. Like, she was just beating me. But I guess it's a performance. That's a performance. I was a, all I can say, all I can say <laughs> about Ben is this. I was I, a secondary member of the performance. I, I, I've been involved with people who have made accusations against him. What and, I'm saying is 90 and, women don't lie. That's, that is my, well, that, that's well, my point. Like they, here's what I'm trying to say. 90 is, women don't lie. Is, is why would they make accusations about him but not anybody else? I've been with these women at least a these few These aren't women who know each other. They didn't make accusations. These aren't women who banded together. These women don't know each other. Lou, let me let me talk. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm being wrong. I'm being wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did it to the, both of them too. Yeah, but no, 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 we can't talk today. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I played sitting, a song. Well, I'm just sitting here looking pretty. Right, well, <laughs> you guys can talk yeah. for the rest of the what night. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm gonna sit back and drink my side. The people, the people I'm referring to, I'm no, I'm not going to mention names, but I did not know them to be liars, and they said these things to me about him, and it, you know. When you told me later on, I I did not disbelieve you. That's all I'm going to say. But I I you know I I can't say what somebody did or didn't do if I wasn't there with certainty. That's why we have courts and so forth. But I believe my friends is what I'll say. We might be too late for the courts on this one. Um. Well, they there there's been all kinds of modifications to the statute of limitations laws, so. Maybe, maybe not. Over, ben. I think the the bigger hurdle you might have is maybe a lack of um, physical evidence. Um, but I did have uh, that, and I got rid of it. You know, if if you if you have a lot of people who can corroborate your story, then talk to those people. Is all I can say. Um, if you don't, you think yeah. a judge heard ninety people talk? He would like. Well, well, not all 90 people are going to be willing to make it um, a legal affair, is the thing. But 12 people talked to the New York Times. That's, I mean, that's significant, but, uh, you know, um, it is, if, if you want to make a criminal case out of something, you have to, you have to deal with police and you have to deal with courts and you have to deal with the protocols of the United I will agree, States. But Justice. what I do have to say is 70 women were not believed. Until I said something, and then all 70 women were believed, and then the rest came out. 
Well, the thing is, if you do so something I do have like, a voice. if you do something like talk to the New York Times and no, you mention a specific person's name, and you're proven to be uh, lying, then you're liable for perjury, right? Not not perjury. Sorry, uh, slander. Slander. So I don't think I don't think that you or that many other people would want to slander themselves. So these are like career women who who came out against it. Yeah, I mean all uh, absence of evidence aside, because things happened so long ago. Um, the only person or, here who doesn't uh, have a job or never had a job was Ben. Um, or uh, what do you call it? Um, statute of limitations. I I think for it, I I think there is a. A significance in ninety people coming forward and saying, "Hey, this happened to us." If it's one, two, or three people, then there's a lot of room for doubt. And and I I, I want to emphasize. That I want to say that guy might be innocent because that actor because all those people are anonymous. I don't believe anonymous people. Wait, what, what's that guy's name? About? That Russell actor Brand? that we they all oh, canceled him and they yeah, canceled yeah, all I his. Think, and I I, think, I feel I bad for him. Yeah. I feel bad for him. That is not fair. You can't cancel somebody who had anonymous reports against them. If you're absolutely, that is fucking. That could be slander. That is fucking. Uh, I, I think that's an example. I think that in his case, it's character assassination. What is he's his being name? targeted. What is his fucking name? That pretty Russell boy. Brand. Yeah, pretty. Russell Brand. Yeah, I think he's being targeted. I don't believe. I don't believe any Isn't of that. The other guy who looked like him got targeted too. Was uh, it, wasn't he? Wasn't he told he wasn't? Was this a fuck you and everyone that looks like you situation? Well, I think the other guy, who, the other guy who looks just like him. There's an actor who looks just like him, and I think they already. I don't know if they convicted him or not, but I know that the guy who looks like him already. They already said was a rapist. Uh, Calvin, we need to do uh, do this. Would you be so kind as to? All right, I'll make you real quick. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely on the contributions of uh, listeners like you to keep us going. If you'd like to support Radio Free Brooklyn, you can make a one-time donation or a monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn anytime you're not in front of your computer, make sure you check out the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app available at the Google Play Store for Android and at the Apple App Store for, uh, for iOS, and make sure you... Check out our monthly newsletter where we get to. I want to hear your opinions after this. Okay. We give you the latest in new programming, upcoming RFB events, ticket giveaways, and much more. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter to sign up. There we go. But while we're with Calvin, he, he, had, the yeah, one, he had one note, and that was uh, that you finally feel like a DJ. Yes. Um, after, uh, after my uh, gig on Saturday, like, I think I've like, finally convinced myself that after, like, what, oh, almost five years five on the radio. After almost five years on the radio and uh, and a solid and like a solid year, like doing DJ gigs, I do feel like a D, like I do feel and like I'm a DJ now. Now, and was there something in particular about that performance? Yes, I I I didn't have I didn't have a set I didn't have a playlist that night. I just. <laughs> I just decided. Come on, come on. No, no, one's, no one's trying to cut okay. you out of the no, show. I don't want to cut out. I just wanted to let you guys speak, and I know I'm being a bitch. <laughs> Live from New York, it is Calvin. No, that, uh, that is a real artist. When you can go natural. Gio was like, Are you, do you have a plan for tomorrow? And I was like, I have a lot of plans, but I don't know which one I'm going to pick um, for my burlesque tomorrow. So, no, yeah, like that is like when you don't have a plan and you go for it, that is like, that's art. Yeah, but like you have always been DJ Calvin, but, but you... You're just, I just had, you're going on fire this year. You're on fire. 
had to, I, I see the way I had to the learn crowd to trust myself, you know. I see the way the crowd gets up when when I come to your you know, you make me feel like it's New York again when I come out, you know. Um Steve, the night you came, it was kind of slow, but like I'm talking like when people are out on a night for Calvin, like people are alive again. I think you know oh, I I love Calvin's curation of music. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's awesome. It's fucking amazing, Calvin. Like yeah. you are making people like move again and like after covid like people stop fucking moving like i just like feel like everybody's just like fucking standing there blank face and i'm like get alive again or like ah i'm gonna run i'm gonna run the streets naked again no i won't no i won't (laughs) please do not tell the police that don't tell what the police that I don't talk to the police about anything. But the police listen to this radio show. They used to. <laughs> I, I don't talk to police. The police used to come to my house if I didn't get on the air uh, and ask me why I wasn't on the radio show. A lot of people don't. A lot of people still don't know that you don't have to talk to police. No, you don't have to talk to any government agent without. Um, you do when there's without, fucking fifteen uh, guns in your face, bitch. Yeah, you have you have the right. It's the Fifth Amendment. You have the right mm-hmm. to not. I'm sorry, calling you, bitch. I was a very rude, Francis. But I just got, I got even triggered. Court, I was triggered. Even in court, especially in court, you don't have to say anything. You can uh, just let your lawyer speak for you. I think that they, depending on how you're treated, when, like, Lucille does not have to talk to police. But, like, Lucas, when he had 15 guns in his face, did have to talk to police. Because what option do you have when you have 15 guns in your face? I mean, yeah, that's, that's a crazy situation because you, you, you want to say something like, don't shoot. But, yeah, uh, but like that almost might make it worse. So you don't know. Just get on the ground. I don't know. I mean, it's the. I just do whatever they tell me to do. Anything could happen. I do whatever they tell me to do. I ask That's them, "What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Get on the ground, stand here." Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I don't, I don't understand the mentality of people who say, "Oh, guns are bad. Let's take all the guns away." But 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 the the government can have the guns. That's stupid. Guns are, guns are okay. With those the people have never been. Like those people have never been like had pulled guns on by the police. Those people Obviously. have, those people have never, okay, I would, like, I'm not even allowed a gun because I'm so mentally ill, but, like, my mom always reminds me of that, but, um, well, Dallas always reminds me of that. State, probably. <laughs> but, but, um, but I said to Dallas, I said, when, when it all, when the shit goes down, are you guys going to at least throw me a gun? She said, maybe. She said, maybe. You could, you could probably get a gun in Texas or South Carolina. Well, we are moving to Texas, me and Dallas, with our, with our, um, with our, we're going to take all the traffic girls there. A, I think you're reserve. responsible enough for gun ownership. I don't think you would hurt anyone with a gun. Yeah, I've got issues. With Not unless you were being attacked. No, we're going to go like desolate, like be by ourselves in a commune. It's not a cult. It's just like, uh, it's a um, community. With that. It's a community for girls who have been trafficked. It's a, what do they call it when you're rescuing people? Like a, reser- like a, um, uh, a, a refuge. A refuge. A respite yeah. center. A respite a res- center. A respite. It's a respite center. I tried to make my apartment in Brooklyn a respite center. That didn't quite work out. Uh, Steve tried. Was, Remember, Steve tried no, with me. No, Steve no sent respite girls to me. <laughs> Steve sent respite girls to me. We had me, me and Steve had a trouble building a respite center in Brooklyn, but me and me and Rachel have better ideas for Texas. And at one point, my mom even said, "If you guys actually have a good business plan for this." I'll be the, like, you won't, I won't even let anyone else donate. To the, I'll be the only person who's donating. I'll be the only per- investor. She was like, if you guys actually come up with a good business plan, there won't be any other investors. And I was like, 
Oh, so it'll just be like when the mob took over, just would be just like when the mob took over the um uh the fucking old people's homes. Not the, mob, not the mob. My mom's not in the mob. It's like the Italians. Like, what I mean by the mob is the Italians. The Italians own them all the old people's homes, so it would just be funny if the Italians also owned all the respite centers. I'm, I'm you know? Italian. I don't. I don't own a nursing home. But, no, but all the nursing home, all the nursing homes are notoriously owned by the Italians and the mob. I didn't know that. So, so it would be that. very funny if like the respite centers were also taken over by the Italians. I, I, I know that most <laughs> funeral homes are run, owned, and run by Italians, at least here in New York. But, but I, I, I have no problem. Also, also, the best strip clubs are, but not most, but the best strip clubs. That's are. true, yes, also. The, the uh, uh, Italian Americans love strip clubs and funeral parlors because they're, they're pretty easy money businesses. You don't, you don't even have to whore in the Italian strip club, in the Italian strip clubs. They don't even make you whore. It's so nice. They don't even let it's you whore. Very nice. It's very nice not to be forced to be a whore, but you it's can do it. It's very nice to not to be trafficked. <laughs> See, people think the mob is so bad, but the mob doesn't even traffic me. They're so nice. I think the mob are nice. It, it, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give the mafia a thumbs up. <laughs> I give the mafia three thumbs up. Daddy. Those are my daddies. They don't. Uh, no, they, they don't said they're my, they they're my uncles. They're my uncles. They don't want to call. They said no. They won't claim me as their as my, their, my parents. They said we're, we're not your daddies. We're your uncles. But of course we're joking. There's no such thing as we're the mafia. Joking. There's no, the, the mafia does not exist. The Hollywood myth. The mafia does not exist. The Hollywood myth invented, invented, invented by... Uh, the mafia uh, has never existed, and Italians do not claim that. Illuminati Jews invented the mafia. Not even in Italy. <laughs> to create a fantastical Hollywood stories that have no basis That was in the gypsies. They were jealous of us. They were jealous of our success, so they, they, they tried to slander us. Uh-huh. That's right. The Romani gypsies. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just, I just threw out the Romani. I don't want to be racist. They're not either racist. I don't want to be like. Um, get get to. Can you be racist against white people? You can't. You can't. So, so I can still say the Romani gypsies. <laughs> no, but they've kind of been. I think the Romanis have had it hard. Like so, maybe I shouldn't like throw it that. Wait, what are you talking about now? I think I, the Romani I, gypsies have had it kind of hard. So maybe I shouldn't like throw them under the bus. Oh, oh how did we get to the gypsies? I said they. I said they're the ones who made it up <laughs> about the mob. I just threw them out randomly as like I threw them under the bus. I don't think they were involved. I know, that was really rude. I, I think Dallas actually, like, that's her heritage, so I shouldn't say that. <laughs> oh, a lot of people are partial Romani or Gypsy, if you prefer. I'm some not Gypsy. Some, some people don't mind Gypsy. I know people of that heritage who don't consider that a slur. I don't buy I don't talk much about how I'm German. People. people told me I should take back my maiden name, but I, I said, I'm not sure because like, I don't think people really like Germans. I, but it's, I, my maiden name, name is actually Swiss. It's Swiss. Swiss. It's it's not German, but people get it's it confused. It's Germanic. It's Germanic. It's Swiss, but people say, "Oh, you're German," and I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm Swiss." But they also like people go, "Oh, they were kind of guilty too." I was like, "It was the bank accounts. It wasn't like they didn't. It was different." Well, different they were neutral. They were neutral during the war. Neutral, neutral. But it, the war would not have happened without those bank accounts. Uh, that, I mean, there's a case for that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> But you know, America was financing the Nazis too before before we absolutely, we, uh, absolutely went to war with them. Absolutely, there was a lot of business between the United States and Nazi Germany prior to America. Uh, still dresses like Nazis. Uh, like we like like their clothes prior to nineteen uh, prior to Pearl Harbor. Like we and, and people were mad. Hugo Boss isn't Hugo Boss who 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 like dressed the Nazis? Didn't say that again. Didn't Hugo Boss gotta, dress the Nazis? 
I don't you think so. Who was it? It wasn't Ralph Lauren. I used to think it was Ralph Lauren. It's not Ralph Lauren. I thought it was Hugo Boss. Who was it? You, you, Hugo Boss designed many yeah, of Yeah, it was Hugo Boss. It was okay. Hugo Boss. But Chanel, Coco Chanel, she fucked them. But the that, Coco Chanel but she could have been a victim. Uh, I tried to say she was a victim. Was she a spy, though? No, no. She was, she was a spy, but she was like, I, I tried to say she was forced to be, but it's just because I like that perfume. She was fucking some high-profile <laughs> Nazis who were occupying France during the, you know, she, 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 she was maybe a traitor, but she was also maybe just, you know, doing what she needed to do to survive. My but father she, has an absurd rule where, it, like, um, no perfume is allowed in his home unless it's Chanel. Not any other designer, just Chanel. Yeah. It's a but fucking yeah, absurd she, rule. She, she, she had some romantic entanglements with some high-profile uh, with I, some, some people guy. think with Hitler. What? No, not with Hitler. No, that was Ava Braun. Ooh, a lot of this has that? not been fact-checked. <laughs> <laughs> I have read a lot of articles about this, actually. No, no it's true. I read, I read mad articles about them. this. I don't know about the yeah. Hitler part, but I know that Coco Chanel like, fucks mad Nazis. Like, like that well, has well, been fact-checked. I, I, there, there was one in particular that... They that gave her... She wouldn't, have, she wouldn't have gotten her line without the Nazis. That's like... A, uh, well, that's I want to interject here that the, the, the person in question might have just been a high-ranking German military uh, person, not necessarily a Nazi party member, because there, there was a... No, there were multiple Nazis she fucked. Well, well, not every not everyone in the German military was technically a Nazi because not most people Listen, in Germany not all are sluts, not party members. Not all sluts are are doing it for some people are just sluts. I fucked a lot of people no, most, too. Most most of the German military were not members of the Nazi. If party. I had to be responsible for every single thing that every person I fucked did, I'd be in trouble too. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like uh, uh, you know. In, in, George Bush might have started the Iraq war, but not everyone in the military had voted for George Bush during that time period. At that time, so I was making military, military robots for the, the war with the Nazi. I made robots for George Bush. Uh, yeah, I know that story. You were you you. Uh, but you know what? I saved men. I saved men. I saved like I, every time I sent a robot over, I saved uh, anywhere from sixteen to sixty men. And like we need to save American men, okay? It, it doesn't. It isn't about like people were NYU kids were so mean to me about making those robots, and I said, "Oh, so you you'd rather have people die? You'd rather have people die? You'd rather have men die? Uh, we're in war, whether you like it or not. You'd rather have men die than me make these robots? Fuck you! I'm good at making these robots. If you're not good, the men die because then if if, if the robot is not built exactly correct." And the way I could do it, and very few people could do it the way I could do it. If the robot is not built exactly correct, it will malfunction while it's being used. Lucille, can I ask you, what, what, what did the robots do exactly? They detonated bombs. So 16 to 60, 60 men it takes to detonate one bomb. And so if it is not built exactly correct, it fails in mission, and then 60 men have to go out and detonate the bomb. And 60 men. So I would get letters from 60 children saying, thank you for saving my dad. At Christmas, like it was like a beautiful experience. Well, it was the most beautiful you, experience of my life. You, you say you did, you did, you created, um, you created devices that spared American soldiers, but yeah, were like, definitely I, also killing other people. No, they weren't. They were detonating bombs. Yeah. They were detonating bombs. They detonated bombs from they, those. They saved other. They saved like you, you mean Iraq. Like, they saved hold on, hold on, hold on. Disarming bombs. They disarmed bombs. They they disarmed bombs. Okay, those are two different words. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I said it wrong. I said it wrong. I'm not like this is why I'm not in the military. <laughs> but I actually got the government contract for them. They actually had me defend them. They had me 
unbuild and rebuild the robot to like uh, like they had me they i was the one who got the contract for them once like i was like the best at building the robots in america he said you are the true rosie the river of america we are running short on time and you have a gig coming up tomorrow let people know about that tomorrow i'm the featured dancer they made me the featured dancer i'm the featured dancer um with with one other girl i should mention her too but um, um, Quinceanera is, runs it um, at Lucky 13 Saloon, 646 Sackett Street at 915. Um, it's metal grades burlesque, um, and it's going to be fun, fun, fun time. I'm going to do some fan dancing. And when there's a cover, it's always pretty low. They're, they never charge it's more than 10 like bucks. like five to 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, their drinks are some of the cheapest drinks in New York. And also... Um, you should go to faceofhorror.com and vote for Kristen Ferrer. That's my real name. And uh, uh, you want to tell us about Lush Vibes Radio? Oh, yep. Lush Vibes Radio every Tuesday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's my show. Two hours of good-ass music. <laughs> Two hours of good-ass music. Steve, can Calvin and I come over? Um, uh-huh. Maybe, maybe. Calvin, are you free? Uh, Give me a call no, after the show. Yeah, putting, oh, everybody, putting everybody on the spot on the radio. <laughs> I can, hey, can I, I can, can I see, plug I can something? Later. Yes, of can course. I, I, um, so I, you you all have probably mentioned my involvement with Troma Entertainment before, or a company I've worked with for the last twenty years. Uh, the new remake of the Toxic Avenger is out. Uh, it had its premiere. Yay, and, uh, Troma! We love Troma. Mm-hmm. You all should like uh, when it when it when it screens in New York. Go check it out, and you can see the original Toxie as well as um, the Slashing Two, which I co-produced on TromaNow.com. Only four ninety nine a month, and and we have a new. I have another movie. It's being edited right now. It's called. Steve, Bring how on long the have you been with Troma? Twenty years. He well, said. Twenty years, yeah. Well, longer, uh-huh. twenty-two since two thousand and one. That is a big I, accomplishment. Oh. That is a big accomplishment. Well, I mean, I, I I didn't work for them the entire twenty-two years, but I've <laughs> I've been acquainted with the company that no, long. No, but you, and, you, like, you, know, you, like, you do you bring girls to his parties. You do like he like you. You're always one of the family. Members. Well, I, in the last four years, I produced two feature films and distributed them through them co-produced but yeah he, he was uh, so excited when when steve brought rachel and i he was like thank you so much for bringing we weren't we're not even strippers. Like, thank you so much for bringing the strippers to my party <laughs> but yeah my, my some of my earliest uh uh responsibilities at trauma were finding hot chicks to come to the parties sure yeah like, he was so excited he spent like half the party with me and rachel <laughs> <laughs> and then his wife was like uh we gotta go so uh Werewolf Bitches from Outer Space, a movie that I am uh, have hey. a big role in, is available on Tubi. That's so cool. Ooh. Tubi's yeah. big. Nice. Tubi's yes. big. Sweet. Wow. Yes, so how do, how do, what do people do? They have awesome. to get a Tubi subscription or they can pay for the film? Fucking ask me. Tubi is free. Right? Tubi's big. That's what I hear. Oh, I so Tubi's like commercials thing. and stuff? That's how they get money? Um, most yeah, probably ad supported. Yeah, ad-supported. I think it's free with ads. Great. So, oh, yeah. Stephanie Sue is my Who new. The fuck um, would buy ad time for werewolf? I want to say, <laughs> I want to say, Stephanie Sue is my new influencer, um, horror crush. She does um, murder, murder porn. She also does a lot of things. She eats on camera. She's great. 
a two-minute song, <laughs> a two-minute song, then we're going to wrap things up. This is Jessica Delfino, A Message to All Men. This is a little song that I wrote. I told you I did. Uh, about a sudden change in life that takes place, and it goes like this. One, two, one, two, three. If you meet me on the street, and I seem to be mad or upset, and you're wondering if it was you, well, there's something you should not forget. Remember, oh, remember, once a month for a week, I bleed from my vagina. If you're ever feeling unsure about why your girlfriend is acting strange and you don't understand what brought on the sudden change, remember, oh remember, once a month for a week she bleeds from her vagina. It's really horrible. Left out of the decision-making process And you don't know what we go through Phil, so let me try to tell you Why we act the way we do Two, three, four, remember Oh, remember Once a month for a week We bleed from our vaginas Come on, everyone sing along at home, even the men Once a month for a week we bleed from, from our, our vagina. vagina. Ay, caramba. You know, uh, the important thing about that is... That Jessica Delfino with a message to all men. And uh, we got just two minutes left, so I want to thank everybody. Thank you. I'm thank- sorry for talking so much. No, it's fine. I, I told you I, I didn't have much prepared. I was apologizing and- to our listeners. What's that? I was apologizing to our listeners, to their ears. Why? Because, you know, like some people have sensitive ears and I, it was pretty loud. Well, they shouldn't listen to this show. They come to the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, coming up next is The Circuit with Courtney Love. With Courtney Love. Love. With Courtney Love. Yay! We love Courtney Love. Ooh. And uh, thank you, Calvin, so much for being here. Thank you, uh, thank you Steve, for phoning in. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. That was fine. Thank you. Thanks for putting a Jessica Delfina song. I used to put her in my shows years ago. She's very funny. She's great. Yep. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, last week I did all surf reality performers. I was here and I did a music show and it was awesome. People should listen to both of those, surf real- surfing reality and then there was surfing reality part two, which is the most recent thing that I archived. And it's it's an interesting show. It's weird. Oh, it's weird. This was a party with <laughs> but, my favorite. Uh, yeah. This was a party with most so, of my favorite men. Thank you all so much. <laughs> show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It's important and you know that it is. And that's that's... That's our show. That's all we, that's all we got. That's, that's Bye, everybody. Bye, Steve. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for Thank having you, me. Thank you, Good to see you. See ya. Yep. Good chat. Bye-bye. I think we did all the plugs. We did all the plugs. Yep. We did our job. Yep, I think think we did okay. That was real nice. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bye. It's nice. Bye.